Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. Hello, friends, and welcome. Glad you are here today sharing this space with me. Today we are going to revisit the framework that really is what creates change for us in regards to permanent weight loss, in regards to the relationship with yourself, with your body, with food, as well as to every other aspect of your life. But of course, since this podcast is about weight loss, I will keep it focused on that. I'm a pretty logical thinker. I like frameworks or mental models to work from in order to understand things. And that's why I wanted to revisit this one because if you are considering working with me or working with anyone who is going to help you use thought work or feelings work in order to lose weight, I think it's important to understand why this actually works, how it actually works. I I do often get people who will be a little doubtful (laughs) that this process uh, can work for permanent weight loss, that doing thought work, that doing the emotional work actually does produce lasting weight loss, but it's, it does over and over and over again. So really getting the understanding into your belief system is, is important. I believe when committing to doing some of this thought work, this emotional work to make any changes for permanent weight loss or any changes into your life. And last week I mentioned that I am taking new clients. It is September, 2022. So this is the time to get in touch with me. If you're interested, I don't always have openings. Um, I usually fill up pretty quickly this time of year, but if you've been thinking about it, this would be the time. Head over to my website and you can get in touch with me there. You can also read more details about my program and how I help my clients get to permanent weight loss, get to that food freedom, that body freedom, how to eat like a normal person, quotation marks. Um, and that website is heatherheinen.com. And so it's Heather, H-E-Y-N-E-N.com. Again, tons of more detail. My prices are all there. Everything's really upfront. And you can also get in touch with me from that website if you have other questions or to let me know you want to get started. So here is the setup. We all have deeply held beliefs and some of these are conscious. A lot of these are subconscious where we aren't really accessing these beliefs on a daily basis. We're not thinking about them. They're sort of in that subconscious realm where if we thought about them or maybe did some journaling around them, we could access those beliefs, but they're not always up front and center. From this belief system, 
our brain produces thoughts. So if I hold a core belief, like I don't belong or I'm unworthy, then my brain is going to populate lots of thoughts for me like, you will never figure this out. You're a terrible person. You're so fat. You're dumb. Why can't you get anything right? Things like that. If I hold a core belief of I belong, I am loved, I am worthy simply because I'm on this earth, then the brain will populate more thoughts like you made a mistake, but we can learn from this and move forward or things like you can do this or you can feel these hard feelings. It's okay. You know, they will pass or things like you're doing amazing. So from the thoughts we have, we create or cultivate feelings or emotions that come with little chemical packages, I call them little chemical cocktail packages attached to them that produce sensations in the physical body. So the thought, you can't do anything right, produces the feeling, most often for many of us, of despair or defeat, frustration, sadness, etc. And the sensations then that move throughout our bodies from these feelings are typically sensations like heat in our faces or hands, a tightness in the chest or throat, a sick feeling in our gut, etc. And it is different for everyone, but those are some of the common ones that come from feelings like that. And then from these feelings, sensations, our behaviors are driven. So if we're feeling despair, defeat, frustration, many of us are going to eat or drink or shop or whatever to numb those difficult feelings, right? Because those sort of feelings kind of are along the same pathways as physical pain. And we actually can be phys- feeling physically uncomfortable because of the insa- those sensations. And so we're going to automatically try to do whatever we can to numb those difficult feelings or distract from them. Um, Some of us might even react in anger with others to try to offload some of these feelings or sensations. Um, Some of us may retreat or isolate. So those would be some of the behaviors from those feelings, sensations. And then from your behaviors, you get your results. So if we're talking weight loss, then we know that how you are thinking and feeling is going to drive your behaviors and your behaviors get you your results. So if you are not behaving in ways that are getting you the results you want, then you know you have this amazing opportunity to work on your thoughts as well as work on emotional tolerance, to change your behaviors, to get the results you actually do want. By the way, As I mentioned in the beginning, I hope you can see how this process affects your entire life results, your home life, your relationships, your work life. This process is what gets us our results in life, negative or positive. Learning these techniques and skills are really so worth it. It is what changes us and our lives. Okay, so now that you have the foundational framework right? We've got the beliefs, thoughts, feelings with the sensations, behaviors, results. So now that you have that framework, let's move into a little bit simpler cycle for now, just that we can talk about to create change. And this is going to be part of the cycle that we can call the think, feel, act cycle, or the think, feel, do, or the think, feel, behave. Um, We've just removed the belief 
for now from the cycle. It's, it's still important to understand those things are part of the cycle, but when creating change, I kind of like to simplify things. And so we're going to just really focus on the think, feel, act or the think, feel, behavior part. Um, and I'm using um, act and behavior interchangeably here. I hope you are finding something useful from these episodes and this podcast. And if so, please share it with someone else in your life you feel it could benefit. This podcast is also now monetized. So if you really feel you are getting a lot from it and want to help keep it going, please go to the episode show notes. You can just scroll down from wherever you're listening. You'll see a description of the episode And then you will see it says support this podcast and then there's a link you can click on. You can click on that link and that's where you can support the podcast. Even the smallest donation like 99 cents helps to keep me producing the podcast. And to those of you who have donated, I really, really appreciate the support. I really do appreciate all of you listening and sharing the space with me. Again, just very thankful for all of you. Understanding the think, feel, act cycle is really the foundation of uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. Uh, CBT is often how it's abbreviated and how I help my clients move them, how I help them move forward into their new food relationship, their new self relationship to find relief through all of that and then move them into the body that they really desire. So I use that CBT model quite often. I also use acceptance and commitment therapy model um, interwoven into all that. That's often abbreviated in therapy circles as ACT, um, ACT, but stands for acceptance and commitment therapy model. And that model intertwines some of the cognitive behavioral therapy, still that think, feel, act cycle, but, but works more along the lines of including acceptance and allowing of emotions and how to practice emotional tolerance. Mindfulness is included in that. And I like intertwining both of those sort of theories because they seem, they seem to be able to move clients into quicker changes um, instead of just using one or the other. So that's kind of where I I come from. But the think, feel, act cycle really is the foundation of CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy. And the model is based in science on how the brain works and can kind of be summed up this way. You think a thought, the thought creates the feeling, which has that, again, attached chemical cocktail that creates sensations in your body. And based on those feelings, sensation, you act or you behave in a particular way. The action then leads to another thought and the cycle continues. So here's an example of using this model with overeating. So here's the thought. I am so fat. I have no control over food. I constantly do the wrong thing. I'm not good enough. Here's the feeling. Unworthy, defeated, exhausted, depressed, insecure, lonely, helpless. Here's the action or behavior. I eat to distract and gain momentary relief from the mental beatdown and terrible feelings I am creating for myself. Here's the new thought that then populates. I just overate and that just proves what a weak person I am. I have no control over food. I'm not good enough. Now the feeling, here comes shame. We talked about shame last week. 
And then the action or behavior, I'm going to eat to distract and gain momentary relief from the feeling of shame. And the cycle continues. So the beauty of the think, feel, act cycle is that it gives us the power to change our behaviors to create the life we want. We can interrupt that cycle in the think stage or we can interrupt it in the act stage to begin to create change for ourselves. So if we, if we practice thinking new thoughts or practice small action behavior changes that create the feelings we desire, it's much easier to re- reach our goals. Here's an example of beginning to shift thoughts to change the cycle. So here's the thought. I am willing and open to work on gaining more control over my food urges. Here's the feelings that I then feel interested, curious, kind, at ease, determined. Then here's the action or behavior that comes from those feelings. I pay closer attention to my fullness signals. I stop overeating sooner. Maybe I journal and have more motivation to continue on in my health journey, even when an overeat occurs. So now here's the thoughts that come from that. I'm figuring this out. Look at how I've lessened my overeats throughout this week. I'm not perfect, but I'm not shaming myself when I make a mistake. Because of those thoughts, I now feel this. Willing, enthusiastic, determined, loving, open, relief, accepting. And from those feelings, here are my actions and behaviors. Less of a need to find relief from negative self-talk, so less overeating, right? I'm not negative self-talking as much, so I'm not looking for relief from that negative self-talk by overeating more. So more energy to do other things that are enjoyable, healthy interactions with family members, and the cycle continues that way. Here's how you can intervene on that behavior line. Um, An example of making a small behavior change to change the cycle or interrupt that cycle. So here's the action or behavior. Drinking eight glasses of water when you typically only drink four in a day. Then you get a thought from that action or behavior. Here's the thought. I am moving in the right direction. I told myself I would drink eight glasses of water today and I did it. So here's the feeling accomplished, loving, empowered. Because I'm feeling those feelings, now here's my action behavior. No need to overeat to feel relief from the negative self-talk all day. So instead, I start another small goal, like taking a 10-minute walk or journaling or two minutes of breath work or mindfulness. Here's the thought. Nice work. I'm really doing a good job following through on what I tell myself I will do. Here's the feeling accomplished, excited, motivated, willing. Here's the action or behavior, more healthy habits implemented, and the cycle continues. Okay, so here's your to-do action for this week. Notice one thought you have that is not useful for you. Write it down. Write down how you feel when you think that thought. Name the feeling. If you have a hard time naming feelings, by the way, many people do. I often start off with my clients of just teaching them more feeling word vocabulary because being able to name the nuance of a feeling is so important to move you forward in this work. Being able to name and verbalize or write down the nuanced feeling that you're having produces a sense of relief and actually Uh, takes away the intensity of negative feelings and helps us move forward in this work. So if you have a hard time naming your feeling in a nuanced way, a really important step, and I've mentioned this many times before, but is to Google 
feelings list. And what will pop up is hundreds, thousands of feeling words. You can go through the list and pick out the ones that you are feeling. Get as nuanced as you can. So write down that feeling or feelings. Then write down what typical action or behaviors typically occur when you feel those feelings. Now, write down a little bit different thought that you can at least somewhat believe, right? This is not about positive thinking. Remember, we're not doing the toxic positivity thing. This has to, you need to write down a thought you can somewhat believe. So it can be very neutral and write it down. Um, If you can't get yourself to do this, if you cannot figure out an even neutral sentence here, write down a sentence that a loved one thinks about you. You know, I want a thought that this, that is at least a bit more useful for you towards your goals. So write down that sentence. If you can't come up with one, think of what a loved one might say about you. Write it down. Then write down the feeling you have when you think that thought. And then write down what action or behavior might more likely occur when you experience that new feeling. And this doesn't necessarily need to be about food or weight. Um, you know, it can be about anything in your, in your life. Now that you have your more useful thought, write it out five times every morning. Get it planted into your brain. Practice it. Say it out loud. Have it pop up on your phone to remind you to say it to yourself. And this may feel pretty uncomfortable at first, and that's okay. It's really okay to feel uncomfortable. By the way, um, many people immediately, again, try to jump to those positive thoughts. And this does not always work if you don't believe that thought at all. So I'm going to give you more of an example as I talked about, because I was talking about that before, and I want you to understand you, okay, so here's an example. You might think, I am the most terrible person I know. And then you try to change your more useful thought to, I'm the most exciting, amazing person in the world. So that is not going to work, right? Because you don't even have remotely a belief about that. So we need baby steps here for the brain. So something more neutral, like I am open and willing to thinking a different thought about myself. Or you're doing a good job working towards changing your thoughts to more useful ones. Things like that are those stepping stones, um, those little small baby steps. Learning to be aware of your thoughts and then just slightly shifting them and practice practicing thinking them on purpose throughout your day. And yes, this is the work. You do need to do this daily and as often as you can and or writing them down over and over. It really does start to teach your brain how you want to be thinking. It starts to reprogram your brain, rewire your brain. And over time, you will find that your habits and behaviors start to change without that white knuckling of willpower, without having to try so hard and give it so much energy. And, you know, too good to be true, which is what I have a lot of people saying to me. And I'm, I'm just telling you, it's not. This works. And all it takes is putting that effort and energy into some thought work a little bit at a time. I hope you can take away one or two of these practical strategies that I shared from this and actually try one for a week. Small things add up to such big changes. All right. Thank you for sharing this space with me, for listening. And remember to thank your own self for being willing to consider making small changes in your life to get you closer to your goals and dreams. 
Also, just a reminder to head over to my social media for more resources. You can find me on Instagram at Heinen Counseling and Coaching. Last name is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. I, it, it's a really personal Instagram. Um, I do sometimes do some things about my business on there, but um, it is pretty personal. If, if you're thinking of working with me, it might be a good way to get to know me a little bit <laughs> um, to see if we might be a good fit or not before you make a decision to do any work around this. Um, and once you're there, feel free to uh, DM me or comment on a post with any questions you might have about all things weight loss, wellness, optimizing health, nutrition, thought work. Um, I also have a recipes only page on Instagram at peak protein recipes and peak is spelled P-E-A-K. Some of you know, I'm a big proponent of protein for weight loss, especially um, any of you over the age of 40 trying to lose weight. And I have lived by this rule and myself um, and my clients uh, for almost 15 plus years now. So anyway, this is a kind of a separate Instagram page just used. It's just to give easy access to some higher protein recipes. And then I would also just recommend maybe you head over to my website. Like we talked about in the beginning, you can get in touch with me there to ask me more questions. If you're thinking about that, maybe this might be helpful for you on your permanent weight loss journey or finding that freedom around food or Um, you know, if you do a lot of overeating or emotional eating or binge eating, how to finally solve that once and for all, you can head over to my website there. While you're there, you can also sign up for a monthly newsletter that I put out. Um, you will see that in some of the links when you head over there and I would recommend it. It's free. Um, I try to, well, I don't try. I do it once a month. I think I missed a month though over the summer, but I send something out every month. It's short. It's sweet. It's um, nothing super intense. I always include a recipe, uh, some links for some discount codes for companies that I work with. Um, And it's usually always based on one topic of wellness or well-being. So head over there and sign up for that. That's heatherheinen.com. Okay. Thanks so much for listening and we will talk next week. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. And get in touch with questions on all things I offer, like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services.